0: I'm Jess
1: and I'm George.
0: And this is
1: Transfantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation and all the life that happens between it. Sure. Okay.
0: All the death too. No. No?
1: No. Not all of it.
0: Not all of it. Okay. Just some of it.
1: Life and death
0: and other and other
1: things. <laughs> So, seeking of death. Yes, we have to go on a trip.
0: Yes, we have to go on a trip, and these—it's never easy for us to try and plan a trip
1: for any reasons.
0: Yes, whether it's you know for business, pleasure, or family emergency. Although I don't know if this qualifies as emergency.
1: It does not qualify as emergency. It might need necessity, but not emergency.
0: Emergency generally has a sense of urgency. Yes. And my grandfather died in February. Yes. But the thaw has come.
1: The thaw has come.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So two months ago, we knew that this was happening, and we were trying to figure out when my aunt messages me and says, sorry, you need to know that your grandfather has passed away, and we'll probably have a graveside service after the thaw and you don't need to be here. He was 95. You know, my family is very practical about these kinds of things.
1: Yes, that was what I was expecting. So I was kind of surprised to hear, so we're going to fly on a bunch of airplanes to remote place. Where Middle we're Middle northern
0: Michigan, yes. Wait, waiting
1: for the ground to thaw first. Yes. <laughs> that part I expected. the the thawing part.
0: And so, you know, when she said that all the cousins were going to be there, all of these people who were like my first friends growing up. And I was like, okay, I guess I should go. And I said, hey, George, I'm going to have to go to Northern Michigan in a couple months. And you can come with me if you like. And I would really like if you could be there. But if we can't manage it, or if you don't want to be there, then that's okay.
1: I think I might have said something like, I don't mind being there, but it's the getting there that's
0: Yeah. That's so great. And that was the concern because we thought that one of us might have to stay here with the kids because managing their care and managing the responsibilities that we leave behind is never easy.
1: And then there's a bunch of airplanes to ride on it.
0: Yes, because flying from the middle of nowhere to the middle of nowhere is (laughs) Just you think not it would be a
1: thing. it would be
0: a shorter trip but no it's not.
1: <laughs> no. They're far away nowhere.
0: <laughs> That's what it is. So, yes, there were a lot of responsibilities to be managed, but since you said you would not mind going with me and I know that my family has been eager to meet you since they were unable to attend the wedding.
1: Right, and there's not likely to be a lot of weddings, because they're all like your age and have already married. And so now we have funerals.
0: Yes. Although one of them is already divorced also. So she may remarry and have a wedding that would also be another opportunity for everybody to get together. But funerals are kind of what we do. So (laughs) welcome.
1: Shaking my head. No. (laughs) Uh, (sighs)
0: So... I started looking up plane tickets, and you started calling, I think you started with Grandma, and she said that she would be available.
1: Yes, because it's a funeral. People feel obligated to help you with these things.
0: They do, and I feel a little bit bad about that, because it really is not quite the obligation that...
1: Well, it's not an urgent obligation, but they understand that you don't get another chance after the funeral to do the funeral thing. You have that chance, and that's that.
0: It's It's true. That was awesome that grandma was going to be available because she's like the most responsible person we know and she's going to take the least shit from these kids, but still. Well,
1: she is responsible and usually has more time, theoretically, more time than everybody else. Like the kid's favorite sitter and other people have other obligations of work things right. and such.
0: Yes, she is... A retired lady who does retired lady things. Yes. And so she's actually four years older than my aunt who's been doing this wedding or this funeral. <laughs> Gosh.
1: <laughs> well, she's this just, family
0: gathering for some reason.
1: <laughs> she's a couple days younger than my mother.
0: I know. And,
1: you know, there's a big difference there, but...
0: There is. She's
1: probably a little more like your aunt, as far as activity-wise. Yes,
0: definitely. So we thought, oh my gosh, you know, everything's just falling together, and I found a decent
1: opportunity. Come on, you really, you knew better. Everything was falling together, and we were waiting until it got closer so it could fall apart. (laughs) True, true. At least that's what I knew.
0: And I found us a plane, set of plane tickets. I shouldn't say a plane ticket, a plane route... (laughs)
1: Yes, you did.
0: That was going to have less flights than other options and cost similarly to other options. And so, you know, details were being manageable. And so I managed them and you managed them and they were managed until they weren't.
1: That's right. Because grandma's oldest son had a heart attack and he's had other ones. And he was doing well. So it's understandable that she would have to leave town and go up where he is, which is a some hours drive from here. And of course, get stuck there because then he didn't have a doctor's appointment. And then actually he started having another heart attack. And so they couldn't wait for another surgery till two days later. They had to do it that night. And so anyhow, hopefully he's in better shape now.
0: Yes, because we are not really grandma's kids. Grandma has real kids that are her first priority.
1: Yes, but you have to watch that because when she was here for somebody's birthday or something and number two child said to her, are you a real grandma? Because she was talking about her grandkids. She said, I have to go up and see my grandkids. And uh-huh. he's looking at her like, what? <laughs> and um, and he says, "Are you our real grandma?" And she stopped, and she was like, "Well, of course I am." And then she was thinking about like what she had said, and yeah. you know, to make him ask that kind of question. So mm-hmm. she's was- a, she's a real grandma. She
0: is a real grandma. But unlike, has-
1: unlike my mother, who admitted the other day she didn't like kids, and sort of apologetically said, "I didn't even really like my own kids, but I tried." <laughs> so, <sighs> well, grandma, at least grandma, you come
0: by it honestly.
1: Yes, I do. <laughs> And I don't dislike them nearly as much as as my mother probably does and did. Correct. Whereas grandma likes kids.
0: Grandma loves kids, and she loves coming and caring for our kids, and she gets to spoil them, but she doesn't spoil them in a way that makes them act spoiled, because she knows better. Yes. She she will occasionally let them act a little spoiled, but if she knows that she's going to be responsible for them after they get spoiled, she won't let them get
1: too spoiled. No, no, she'll go take them for a donut if she's bringing them back here.
0: That's <laughs> uh, True. So then I was thinking, uh uh-oh, what are we going to do? We have other adopted family who have said that they will be back up. But who do I call first? And meanwhile, you had already called.
1: Yes, I called our favorite sitter who... The teacher friend. Is our teacher friend and... She's a, a wonderful person and really likes kids. Probably at least as much as Grandma. At least, and she's really good with them. Like you could just give her a whole bucket full of kids, and oh yeah, she's good with and, it. And her degree fine. is
0: in child development. And she so, she likes yeah, she
1: she misses kids if they're not around.
0: She actually does, which is kind of bizarre to me. But maybe if I had had time with no kids around, I might actually miss them too.
1: Yeah, I guess you might. You never had that.
0: I know, I haven't. (laughs) No. I went straight from raising my siblings to, I think I had a year off of raising a spouse before I started raising his kids, huh? I guess so. Oh, well. Anyway, so she is available.
1: Yes. And she was one of our backup people. And then, of course, there's my aunt who gets lost a lot. And I was worried that she'd take kids to school and get lost. And my work wife pointed out she'd have six hours to get back. But <laughs> but it's not nice for her to get lost.
0: No, it's not. And I'm I that at least one of our kids could tell her turn here.
1: But, but on the way back she would be by herself after she took them to school and somebody has to take them to school in the morning plus they can be stressful and she has some kind of seizure thing so that's what makes her brain go wrong and then yes, then our kids, one in particular might stress her out a bit and <laughs> um, she yes. might get lost that is and correct. end up in Utah as my mother likes to say. <laughs>
0: We don't want to unintentionally trigger her epilepsy by making her responsible for our children. So
1: we have other friends. She's a backup though, and she can take care of the dog because she can just get to our house and only go the places she's going without having cared for kids Mm -hmm. in between.
0: And then there's our other friend with young children who just adopted another or is in the process of adopting another. And we have, you know, other backups for backups for backups. Yes. But it's always just a little bit extra stressful. And especially when that number two child, who is a little extra stressful anyway, is getting emails home from teachers.
1: I think I've been more stressed about that than worrying about what would happen if grandma wasn't available when she left town. I, I kind of figured we better make another plan. And I wasn't really stressed because I knew there were enough other people and it's a short trip. And it's not like, it's not a vacation. So it wasn't really going to get ruined. It would happen anyway. <laughs> You know. Yes. Whereas I was more a little stressed, worried about our vacation when we were going in February, and
0: yes, and
1: because I knew that that would be ruined if we couldn't get everything in order. Yes. So this, I'm more worried about his state of mind because it's just bad.
0: His teachers have emailed and said that his impulsivity and his back talk have increased significantly.
1: Through the roof.
0: He's not as violent.
1: He's not at all, really. He has lots of meltdowns, and he's terribly impulsive, and he's uh, rather completely ADHD. Yes. So it's difficult, and he's disrupting class, and because he's struggling so hard, any answers of no, you can't are really tough for him to manage.
0: Yes, when he's already on the edge, and he's already just not happy in his own head.
1: Or not even a no, but a you need to do this thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Like 12 12 minutes of homework.
0: He feels so out of control with his own behavior that anyone else trying to exert control over him pushes that button.
1: I think it feels like it removes any happiness he had hoped for. That's my impression. And it's very sad because he's he's just having a bad time.
0: Yeah. And I can't figure out how to shift that locus of control for him to help him figure out, oh, I am in control of my own choices. And he's
1: not in control of his own choices.
0: Well, that's the thing to say, here's this task that I am assigning you, but you have the choice to do it or not. And if you choose to do it, your life will be better and you will have made your life better by doing it.
1: That is all kinds of logic that his brain can't even deal with. He can hardly deal with how to put his socks on or something. I I know. Is everything is too hard for him right now. I feel bad for him because yes. of that.
0: And so we get to leave this poor kid who is struggling so hard, more so than usual, with his favorite teacher friend.
1: Which will be good because she can handle him even in that state. She can. And, and he knows that and he calms down.
0: She has overcome a lot of the same <clears throat> developmental challenges that he has. And right. so she gets it and she's really on his wavelength in those moments.
1: She is, and the- hopefully that'll be good. I hope so. Plus, we went back to the doctor today, which was already in the schedule, just in time, mm-hmm. before they put him on an extra short bus to somewhere else. I mean, oh. i really... I'm hoping they can we can get him a little managed here. But the doctor basically said, well, we have at least three choices we can think of right now. We can immediately go back on the dose of the other medicine he had before, because we know that helps with impulsivity. Yes. Even though it, we only took a little bit of it away, we can add it back in. And he, he wants to try again something to address the ADHD part, but I'm really quite concerned about the negative effects of a stimulant because we've had really bad experiences with it and I don't think it's going to work. I really don't think so.
0: I I would love to be pleasantly surprised, but I'm... I'm I
1: I was hopeful to be pleasantly surprised last time and it got really bad and then we ended up with a kid on a big ass behavioral plan at school and another IEP happening and all kinds of other stuff. Yeah. So that went badly and I don't want to do it. The third idea he has is to try something else that's dual acting mood stabilizer type drug. I'd be willing to try that. And hopefully this type of medicine doesn't also make our kid increase his cholesterol and his weight again because he's lost two pounds.
0: Good, good, good.
1: So that's really encouraging because that means he's moving around enough again.
0: Yes. Of course,
1: if he's being so ADHD that he's pretty spastic.
0: That, that will happen.
1: He might, that might be why. Yes. So I told the doctor, look, we are not trying anything very different in, until the summer break because it's only a couple months from now and we can't go through this with chances of huger problems And because we've already got all these emails and they're very seriously considering what to do with him right now. Mm-hmm. He's so disruptive. Yes. We have to try to get this under control. Let's go back to the first drug, add it back in and see if it helps hmm And so what he did is he, he added the first drug the same dose, almost the same dose back in. He didn't add the nighttime one. Because remember that he was sleeping too he much in too the much, morning?
0: yes yeah, so so the, the morning and the midday.
1: Right, to help him in school.
0: Yes, that's good.
1: And then he increased the other medicine that we had increased last time. Okay. And so then he, the kid has to have blood work done in a week. So I'll just put it in my calendar and take him next week.
0: Perfect. So hopefully those things will help him, but he'll be starting on them tomorrow and we'll only get to watch him for a couple days while Oh
1: no, he started on them when I walked out of the doctor's office. I had that stuff in my bag because I had my work bag in the car and I had to bring his pills to school. So I threw all of them in there because I thought chances were he was going to tell me to go ahead and add it back in. So I gave it to him right away. Good. (laughs) And I brought it all to the school with the new paper saying, give it to him. So he took it this morning and he took it at lunch today and let's hope it helped. He was calmer in the car about halfway through the ride, which was probably yeah. 15, 20 minutes into mm-hmm. the ride. He was calmer. That's good. Because he was insane this morning. Oh. So insane. And uh, the doctor and I had a discussion about that first, about, you know, here's what he's doing. He's... Making all these noises, and the doctor's like, "Well, is it like Tourette's, like short things?" I said, "No, it's on and on and on, like a sensory thing."
0: Yes, and
1: like he's trying to self-soothe his inner yeah. stimuli, and he's like, "Okay, so you know, so he's he's worried about this, but he's like, but this kid needs a mood stabilizer, so that's why he's yeah. considering this other yeah, one." So definitely. I think probably when we go back, which will be in a month. Right. We will plan to move to the other medication. Unless, of course, something's wrong in the blood work when he gets that, which he'll probably get it within two weeks if I do it next week. And Right. Anyhow.
0: <laughs> so long story short, he's got increased mood stabilizers that we're hoping will help, but we will be out of town for the first few days of it after.
1: But none of them are new. Right. So I'm not worried about it.
0: So it's just a
1: little bit more and he needs a little bit more on board before I can do the blood work.
0: So that's, that, that'll hopefully be helpful because
1: it did
0: seem to be helpful before. Yeah. And if the school calls a meeting, they'll just have to wait till we get back.
1: If they and if they call a meeting, they might have to wait till we try this. Yeah. For you know a week or two.
0: And the other thing that'll have to wait is any job interviews, which I've had two already. And the tis way-
1: tis the season.
0: It is. Thank goodness. This time of year, you know, all of the internal transfers across the school district, all the way across the county. Anybody who wants to move is going to get in on the first round of what I have often likened to dominoes, because then their positions will open
1: up. Is this your third year talking about this? Yes, it is. <laughs> Hopefully, it's a charm.
0: I- I'm hoping. I'm hoping. You well, know, you, got I'm-
1: the, you got the maths now.
0: Yes, I have three quarters of a master's in math, and now at this point I have a couple more classes to take, and then I have to be in a high school math classroom next year, whether I'm getting paid for it or not, because I can't finish my master's without a practicum project to write a thesis on. I have to be in a high school math class next year, but I'm sure I will be. At this point, it's just a matter of which one and how long until I can find out which one. And so I have already had two interviews, and I am feeling a little bit grateful that right now they're having their district-wide Here's how many teachers we have, and here's how many we need meetings.
1: The district has this with who?
0: With other district administrators. All the principals get together and have meetings and say, I have two teachers too many. And somebody else says, I have three empty spots. I'll take your two teachers.
1: Does anybody really have too many teachers? There are a couple schools. Where the kids have shifted to other...
0: Yeah, the demographic shifts and, mm-hmm. you know, locations and such. Okay. But that's really...
1: So they count all the kids they count all the teachers and then they say and
0: they shuffle
1: they shuffle them around
0: And then they open up any still available positions again next week which means that conceivably I could be getting phone calls. Can you come in for an interview right now but thankfully I haven't nobody's calling this week because I'll be out of town. <laughs> I'm sorry I can't come to your interview. I have a funeral.
1: When he just, you'd have to tell him that and yeah. say, "Um, but you could come, you could do it when you come back mm-hmm. in a couple of days.
0: Yes. I'm also organizing a staff luncheon that I won't be there for. But, you know, as we're doing all of this and getting these emails, then I'm trying to work with my aunt, my father's sister, my grandfather's daughter, who, you know, has just lost her father, but was expecting to lose her father for a while now and is you know, just very practical about all of these things and not terribly emotional. But there's a lot of shit to do to plan a old guy's funeral when all the cousins are coming to town. And
1: okay, then. so
0: she's asking me, you know, would you like to do this? Can you do that? Will you tell your sisters and brothers this and that and the other? Because... I am probably the most connected out of all my siblings. And so I'm playing communicator and I am...
1: You're communicating at least to your sisters and they can communicate to your brother because you don't really...
0: Well, I think my sisters would communicate to my stepmom who would communicate to my brother. Mm-hmm. because nobody, this... nobody wants to talk
1: to your brother. <laughs>
0: this is the guy who put my sister's face through a wall. Nobody wants to talk to him. Right. My dad had four kids, three girls and a boy. We all like girls and one of us is homophobic. Right. Yeah. (laughs) We don't talk to our brother very much.
1: No. No.
0: Anyway. So we're doing all this and then I see that her, one of her two sons, I can't remember which posts this link to a Ted Cruz speech about gay marriage and I'm thinking your your tone of
1: voice is not gay marriage
0: exactly (laughs) well it's a Ted Cruz speech about gay marriage yes but
1: but I'm just clarifying that (laughs) you know
0: and you know it reminds me that this is my aunt the pastor's wife right who is married to a pastor
1: yes that's why she's his wife dear
0: and that means they have pastor's kids yes and who are
1: apparently not much of the rebel type which i thought was standard for pastor's children
0: well you know they they have varying degrees of rebelliousness and varying degrees of pragmatism related to their faith and as far as I understand, they are all still fairly conservative Baptist-type folk. But I'm looking at this, and my cousin is posting a anti-gay marriage video, and I'm That'll going... to be an
1: interesting dinner conversation.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and I'm thinking, really? Really? Meanwhile, you know, my aunt, the pastor's wife,
1: mm-hmm.
0: when we married congratulated us and said, I'm happy that you're happy when Mm -hmm. I was getting gay married. Yes. Because that's what we did, what, four years ago now? Coming up?
1: Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) I had to (laughs) stop and count. (laughs) Am I supposed to know this? No. (laughs) Okay. It's hard to remember because there there was time before that that we weren't married, but we're still here. Yes. So there you go.
0: But we're going to go and have dinner with these people and spend a weekend with them.
1: Well, that'll be interesting.
0: And so, then that reminded... My my
1: brain did the Kimmy Schmidt song after that.
0: That's going to be a...
1: Interesting transition.
0: Fascinating, (laughs) fascinating, I think is the word. (laughs) (laughs) But speaking of...
1: But but it didn't do that part. It just did the, the, ooh, damn it, after I said that. Yeah, well,
0: speaking of a fascinating transition... There are probably a few questions that they might have being, you know, conservative Baptist type folks. And at first they're going to think, oh, they can't really be happy because that's what conservative people think is that us libtards are just faking our happiness because we don't have their faith. And so we can't truly be happy. And
1: the look on your face <laughs> is <laughs> I know. Well, what is the look on my face? <laughs>
0: Um, combination of disbelief and mild disgust, not quite disgust, distaste.
1: No, I, and I think it was more. Is that what they think?
0: <laughs> yeah, well. Mm. Some of them will have their own kids in tow. and given that there will be, you know, at least fifteen people around this table and maybe somewhere between three and ten kids. There's a high probability that at least one of the other people around that table is going to be queer. It wouldn't surprise me if my pastor's yeah. wife aunt is closeted but comfortable.
1: It wouldn't surprise me in your family, considering how all the girls are, but it wouldn't happen in my family. I can't find any queers except me.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, well.
1: And my sister, you know, having reconnected with a lot of those people as of recently, none of them have popped up. None. None? None. Ugh. Anywhere.
0: Cousins, siblings, grandkids, nieces, nephews.
1: Can't find him. I'll be really excited. You'll be the second one to know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. But- Then if any of them do ask me questions or if any of them do have, you know, strike up conversations about our marriage or your transition, this is a conversation that I need to have with you before I have it with them.
1: Yeah, that would be a good idea.
0: So what would you like me to say? We'd love to hear from you. So let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Then that's okay. Then you said.
1: I don't know, that was a couple months ago. <laughs> I don't know what I said. Probably like, I don't mind being there. I I think I'm going to have to say that again because you were picking your teeth and it was loud. Sorry. Okay. Okay, Can I have that?
0: You can. Thank you. It might smell like farts. (sighs) I'm sorry
1: choices we can think of right now. I am facing the microphone. Here's my mouth. Here's a microphone. (laughs) Sorry, You're pointing at (laughs) it. No, I wasn't doing it right then. No, it's okay. Okay. I love you. I was paying attention, really. You were. Okay. You were. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Thank you, dear.
0: Continue. (laughs) Yes, the doctor said three choices of
1: different... He he can think of three immediate choices. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm really quite... Concerned about the negative effects of something. Oh, of, of, uh, of a. <coughs> is there water over there?
0: I think there is. I have to have a drink yes. of water.
1: I'll just cough somewhere.
0: I think we're going to get two episodes out of this, and that pleases me.
1: I'm not sure how I started that sentence, but.
0: Um. I would go back and play it if it wouldn't mess up the rest of the recording.